Today's episode brought to you by Hello Pillow. That's right. It's a flipping, folding, fluffing pillow. They sent me one. It's a buckwheat pillow. It's all squishy. Heidi and I fight over it, but yet it has tremendous support. It's awesome. Pre-shrunken organic twill cotton, durable hidden zipper, a buckwheat hull that's grown and milled in North Dakota. Not China, Manis. Happy Manis. No chemical-based foams or bird feathers whatsoever. You deserve better rest. Go to hollowpillow.com slash Jillian. That's H-U-L-L-O-P-I-L-L-O-W.com. Shipping is fast, completely free, and 1% of all profits are donated to the Nature Conservancy. And my listeners can save up to $20 on each additional Hello Pillow they purchase. That's hellopillow.com slash Jillian. You're listening to The Jillian Michaels Show. Word. This is so janky, this place. Seriously. Janky? Janky. What does janky mean? Well, you can't say... Oh, is it something? Janky. You can't say... Uh, you're not allowed to say ghetto because it's it's in bad implication. So the new word is janky. Janky. I like it. Now, wait a minute. Before you start. Janky. Before you Let me start. Google that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And my this headphones. Is, uh... I had my headphones. Janky. Definition. It's right here, Janice. Okay. Wait. Here. Uh, janky. Hang on a second. Extremely poor, unreliable quality. Damn it. Wow. This place is janky. Good lord. What? Okay. What, Manis? Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday to you. No, stop. Happy birthday, dear Jillian. Happy birthday to you. Now, I have a little present for you. Oh, no. Hang on. Oh, God. You guys harmonized there for a second. Oh, Michael I, even jumped in. I like to I sort of act as though, oh, that must have been the one with the singing voice, because I know it isn't you <laughs> that three. Was me. That was me with the harmony. Okay. Uh, okay. Janice special. gave me a card. I, I'd like for my birthdays to go unnoticed. Well, I know, but how can you when you're on the Wikipedia and everybody knows? Mm. You got a 100% real card. Feels yeah. special. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Which means it's, it's very... Cheap. Probably recycled. Oh. Okay. There's two ladies with no shoes on. It looks like they're at a bar. Yeah. Oh, and she says, every time I sneeze, I have an orgasm. And the other one says, are you taking anything for that? And this says, happy birthday, sweet girl. Enjoy a night out with Heidi. Much love, Manis. And then the lady says, she, gave me a t- she says, yeah, Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> so she keeps sneezing. Oh, Say the joke again. You, so pepper. You, pepper. See, what are you taking for it? Pepper. That funny? Now and now, and I've got your lovely uh, $10 gift card to uh, Chili's. Woo! <laughs> you know something? Did you know that a large percentage of gift cards go unused? And well, you can this sell is them why. online. You can sell a $10 gift card for 8 bucks. So, I mean, it's not I'll really I'll take the it. 8 bucks. Okay. Yeah, I got you. That's for a dinner out with you and Heidi. A date night. I live in Malibu. There's not even a Chili's anywhere near me. <laughs> if I'm anyone just can saying, tell me where I'm the one is. percenter. Well, you know what? Maybe maybe the 1% <clears throat> should go to Chili's once in a while. Chili's isn't even allowed in my vicinity. We're going to get sued. Now I'm getting sued for my birthday. <laughs> well, <laughs> no 
What's the, I'm just saying, it's ten dollars. You probably get a nice uh, plate of nachos you can share. Maybe a little intimate talk. I'll get a piece of sushi at Nobu. A piece. <clears throat> what are you doing for your birthday then? Nothing. I don't think they'll take the ten dollar gift card. I don't want to go. To you don't think birthday. they'll take a Chili's gift card? I don't think they'll take a Chili's. Gift I am card. getting a tortoise though. In fact, I just got the email. That's your birthday present to yourself? Oh, well, wait. That, did you hear Miguel? about my Christmas present? I, thought... I might not name it. <clears throat> Miguel, I'm thinking it... El Chapo. Or Shelly. Oh, El Chapo. No, El, Chapo. No, no, no. El Chapo. Be careful with that because he'll escape. Isn't that the guy that keeps escaping? He's El in Chapo New York guy. Now. He escaped? El Chapo escaped? No, no, he's in New York. I know York he was now. a gift to Obama. <clears throat> he escaped like 20 times. He's the most notorious escape artist. I'm thinking El Chapo. Okay. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Oh, you're saying the tortoise. I just got, is he's a sulcata. I just got this email. <clears throat> Did I tell you about, have I told you about these rescue people? It's a show. It's a show of its own. So there are people that specialize in a, a particular animal. Okay. So, like, there's the rabbit lady, the tortoise, the tortoise, the tortoise lady. <laughs> the tortoise. I've, 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 owned, I've owned many tortoises in my day, but they just keep flushing away. I'm not sure why. The tortoise lady, yes. the the pig lady. Yes. And, yes. Like, like, the rabbit lady's name is Vicky. The pig lady's name is Marlies. The tortoise lady's name is Karen. And, like, they're known, like, across the country. Like, they, they are known as the... Rescuers of that particular, of that particular creature, right? Uh, they come and they like investigate your house. Um, so <clears throat> that's my birthday present. But did you hear about what I got for Christmas? We think we did, didn't? Don't we know? Yeah, Phil. I thought it was uh, oh for Phillips screwdriver. Phil. Phil the rabbit. Phil Can I tell you what's happened with Phil? I have had. I'm exhausted. I'll have you know. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> Heidi said, what do you want for Christmas? I said, don't spend any money on me. Okay? Yeah, not like me. Ten bucks. Ten bucks yeah. gift card. Thank you. Uh, which will be eight, but that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, don't um, get me anything. Don't spend any money on me. I actually don't think I'm a one percenter. I think I'm like a five percenter. You mean, is that more than the 1%? No, no. The one is the top. Is like the Koch brothers. I think I'm like a five. Uh, yeah. I get me? looped into that one, but I don't think I am Have even you, close. But you've actually. got some savings, I hope. Yeah. In fact, I might even be like, I mean, if we, I don't know the scale, but like I might even be like, I don't know, like an 11 percenter. Wow. I don't know. I don't know the scale. All I know is the, I know, three, the three of us, you know. We well, just, the difference between me yeah. and, like a, and like a Bill Gates is astronomical. So if he's a one percenter, but the difference between me and he, you losers yeah. is also enormous. But you know what? So that's where... We're happy, though. All, all of us are happy. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Well, I said, right, because <clears throat> people who are, you know, people who are responsible with money, right, yeah. keep their money. I said, don't spend money. Right. So she rescued me a rabbit. Phil. Named Phil. Okay. That my son named after a screwdriver. Right. right? Philip. Right, right, right. Yeah. <clears throat> so Philip is actually, right? So Phil, so we get Phil and 
I, at first I was like, cause I, so we go visit the rabbit lady, Vicky the rabbit lady. She has like 30 rabbits living in her house. And she tells me, did I tell you this? A thousand ways to kill a rabbit. It's like yes, on and on and on. Did, so, did, you know, they get poop in their fur and then maggots lay eggs in their body. It's a whole thing. I don't particularly like the way she labels that. It just sounds like an action instead of... Fly strike? Uh, no, I would just say I would say a thousand ways your rabbit could could die instead yeah. of a thousand ways to kill it. Yeah, sounds very wrong. Kill your to rabbit, me, but anyway. Right. Oh, Cody says. Oh dear. Cody just picked up Phil, the chosen one. I just got Phil. I have a video, but they're too long to send you. I will tell you when we get to the farm. Okay, ready? Yeah. Where do you think you just got Phil from? Where do you think? No, you can't say Nicole because you know. Where did he rescue him from? No, where do you think he's picking him up from today? Oh, the vet. Yes, Jake. Yes. Well, that's so good. the Got lady says. No, Janice. Okay, yeah. So the let's, li- let's specify. This isn't a normal vet. This is a specialist for rabbits. For rabbits okay. and exotics. I'll have you know. Yeah, those are those so. Are, they exist. So we say. I go and I say. You know, I don't know that we can handle this rabbit because I thought you just put them outside and they freaking hop around and they can live with the ducks. No, they gotta. To make a long story short, we've built it a home. We've ejected the pig. From underneath the stairway, because she now sleeps in our room anyway and wakes me up at 4.30 every morning to eat. Wow. Okay. And we put the rabbit under the stairs. And so we had to build him a thing in the home, and he lives under the stairs, and the rabbit. And so now, and to Phil, and finally, I could pick up Phil. And I noticed Phil has a sore on his foot. Uh Uh-oh. And he's skinny. He's unusually skinny. We've only had Phil for three weeks. So I call my vet who makes a house call. Why? Because we have four puppies in the house, which I'll get to in a minute. I'm up around the clock checking on these puppies. They're like days old, right? And I have a rabbit with a foot sore. So I, we, my vet comes to check out the puppies. She says, I'm not a specialist, but, you know, he's got this foot thing, and I got to send you to... To make a long story short, do you know how much money I just spent on Phil? Oh, I, I bet you upwards of... 3500 That's exactly what I just spent on Phil! No. You should go on prices, right? $3,500. 35 He has some sort of foot disease, and they needed to clean out the abscesses, and then they needed to culture the abscesses because the antibiotics weren't killing the bacteria, and then he's underweight, so they checked his blood to see if he had a kidney problem, which he doesn't, and he has dental disease, which is why he won't eat his hay. They did a CAT scan of his rabbit skull. I And then she says he could die under anesthesia. It's $250 to resuscitate him. My kids are listening to this conversation. Do you want to resuscitate him for $250? What am I going to say? No, don't resuscitate Phil. So I said, yes, resuscitate Phil. My son's crying hysterically because he named him after a screwdriver. So I said, don't spend money on me. And she got me a dysfunctional rabbit. No, but I mean, you had to It's riddled with disease. I know. So if it's riddled with a disease, look how many animals you have around. You have to take care of that because the disease could hit, could go run rampant through the no, house. No, it doesn't spread. How do you know? It's it's it, because you can't get a hawk sore as a freaking pig. It's got a hoof. It doesn't work that way. You can't transfer hawk sores. It's not like herpes in humans. You can't do that. It's not like they don't STI. rub feet and then pass it along. It doesn't oh, work that I don't way. I know these. I'm just and saying. you can't pass on a dental disease. If you have a root canal, you're not going to give me a root canal. All I'm saying is you have animals in the home. <laughs> yeah. 
$3,500 on a three-year-old rabbit. Well, I think it's money well spent. How is that possible? It's insane. What do I let him do, though? Do I just let him die? Because now, oh, so I wasn't going to get the rabbit, right? Something in me said, don't do this. Don't do this, right? Don't do this. But we always we always put this under the pretense of like it's my birthday present. Uh, so so Heidi brings in the rabbit, which the kids promptly named Phil. I'll have you know, I didn't even get to name my Christmas present. So she brings the rabbit over for a visit, and that was it. Then everybody fell in love with the rabbit, and it moved in. Well, that's so that now and now and now and now I've got Doctor Shacterly. By the way, if you need a great rabbit vet, Doctor Shacterly. Um, I'm not getting paid for this. Access uh, something clinic in Culver City has done a fantastic job. Good. I think. And Phil's coming home today. Should I check in with the chosen one to see how he's doing? Can you get Cody on the phone? Yeah. Cody just picked up Phil. Well. $3,500. Should I have let him die? Well, I th- I, I think it, that those are tough decisions. I mean, that's anybody faces that. I mean, people well, look, face most that people all the time. don't have $3,500 and the rabbit dies. But if you have $3,500, is it? do you let the rabbit die? You've had him for three weeks? He's really cute, though. He's, like, exceptionally cute. Which is for, how I think he's lived this long. For $1,000, could you find... No, they went through same. everything with me. She's like, look, I mean... She goes, she's like, the CAT scan costs this. Pulling this tooth costs this. Shaving that tooth costs that. Like... The you know to abscess the feet costs this to hospitalize him costs that you know to re to bring him back to life if he dies is this and we you know on and on and on and on it's like what do you want to do no but two hundred fifty put him to sleep and Nicole gets seven fifty and searches every single pet store for another black rabbit for another black rabbit yeah but he's Phil it's Phil hey Cody what's happening honey uh you're on the podcast how are you. Uh, it's good. How are you? How's how's Phil? Uh, Phil seems good. <laughs> Got some bandages <laughs> on his feet, but uh, he's walking around like uh, like a rabbit. Hopping around. <laughs> <laughs> are, are there any special instructions? Yes, I have video of everything. Um, <laughs> and they're going to send it via email as well, but I have videos of what we need to do injectables and all that stuff. Injectables? Yeah, you gotta inject them with some white gooey stuff and uh, give them some pills and some supplements and all that. Supplements. Supplements. Yeah. Supplements. Yeah. I got a little pack of goodies here in, in the bag, so I can give you the rundown when I get to the farm. Okay. Um. By the way, uh, the tortoise is coming shortly. Oh, sweet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sometime this week. Okay. Bye. I hung up on him. Let's guess your deals with it, Cody. Yeah, someone's got to build a tortoise pen. He so. already has, but the problem is he's also dealing with another issue. And I have puppies. Now, Did you hear that? I'm not keeping one. I'm not. So I'm not going to keep one. How come you have ba- really tiny? Brand new puppies. Are you ready for this one? Okay. So there's a no-kill shelter, which is the only kind that I will visit anymore. I don't worry. We give stuff to the other shelters and all that, but I just cannot go or we come home with more dogs. So, and God knows what else. So there's a no-kill shelter by our house, right? In Agora. I've been to that shelter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so the kids go and they give the dogs treats and the whole thing. So, 
one day there's a little white dog, this ratty little dog with a mohawk. Right. Poodle with a mohawk. Poodle with a mohawk. Yep. (laughs) My son throws himself on the floor at the, uh, what is it called? The shelter. Yeah. Where all of the employees see him throw himself on the floor, right? Jet rocket, whatever. We bring home this dog that I'm like, it's sleeping in your room. He doesn't want it sleeping in his room. Oh, so you own? It, we bring home little dog, which is we named little dog because no one could. Lou wanted to call it Claire. He wanted to call it Jet Rocket. I don't remember what Heidi wanted to call it. I wanted to call it Zoe. And since we none of us could get along, we called it little dog. Little dog. Little dog. So little dog just needed a lot of attention. And, you know, there's too much going on there. Little dog would, like, have diarrhea all the time. Little dog has a sensitive stomach. And little dog would sleep on Heidi's head and smelled like diarrhea. It was a whole thing. So little dog ended up bonding. <laughs> good loving that night. <laughs> with, our house, ugh, with our housekeeper. Okay. So our housekeeper adopts little dog from oh, us. Oh, lovely. Right? So a few days ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. It's been a year. I get an e- a text message. And she says, Jill. Lily. Oh, Lily. His name, little dog's name is Lily. Well, it is now. She said, Lily is having a baby. Oh, dear. I said, who the fuck is Lily? <laughs> she said, little dog. I said, little dog is fixed. That's oh. what they told us. Oh, dear. Little dog turns out to be a whore. And my housekeeper says, I can't have. She's just had two puppies, which you know is not two puppies. Well, wait a minute. Was did Lily just have free range of the neighborhood? The, her kids take the dog to the park for their soccer practice. Okay, could, did they not know? I mean, it takes a minute or two for a humping to happen. Did they not just know? Or did they think, oh wow, he's getting a free ride? I think he's supposed to be fixed. I still, if still, even this, if, even if there's a dog mounting another dog, it's like, oh no, no, shoo, shoo. Yeah, no. Oh man. Yeah. Look, it's getting a free ride. Okay. Four puppies. Oh man! So my house. Tell me it wasn't like a, a large. We have no idea. Oh, fantastic! It's part little dog, part mystery. Oh man! Yeah, and little dog still has diarrhea. Did little so little dog Lily little yeah little, little dog Lily gave birth to four little, other little dogs. Holy Toledo! Two okay. are placed. One is with my friend Ashley. Uh, the boy is going with my housekeeper's sister, and I got two. One of a dog. Come can. on, want no. a dog? Be hard on Millie. Please take a dog. I, no, I just, I, I, I want to be responsible and be, I just. You need a dog. Jake, dog. Can you hear us in there, Dad? Dog, Bruce, Paul, <laughs> Bruce, Paul. Bruce, Paul. Need a dog? <laughs> Does anybody want a dog? They're cute. They're little. We don't know. Anybody want a dog? <laughs> <sighs> Michael. Because they're no good. Look what I get myself into. Manis, do you wear your hiking boots to go running? No, you don't. You just wear them to the studio. I do wear them to the studio. So would you wear a running shoe to do your training workout? I wouldn't put anything past you, Manis. Running shoes weren't made to do it all, and neither were those lesbian hiking boots you wear all the time. But guess what? The new Reebok CrossFit Nano 7.0 is built with the functionality and technology needed to outlast 
even Manus's toughest hikes or your toughest workouts. Equipped with cushioning and durability that the average running shoe just can't match, Reebok's CrossFit Nano 7.0 is the box jumping, deadlifting, rope climbing, lunging, training shoe extraordinaire. It's got a reinforced heel clip, performance sole, unparalleled stability, traction, and comfort, nano weave material that provides breathability and durability. So get more out of your workouts in 2017 and power your progress with the Reebok CrossFit Nano. Go to Reebok.com to get your pair and see what a difference the right training shoe can make in your workout. Okay, uh, as you know, last week we had uh, a segment we aired um, that was about Lou having some trouble at school. And uh, and uh, we promised that we would get someone to come on and talk about it. And so, as promised, we have Dr. Gail Saltz, who's best known uh, for her work as a relationship, family, emotional well-being, and a mental health contributor in the media. Dr. Gail Saltz, thank you for coming on. Hey, Dr. Saltz, thank you so much, uh, like Mana said, for coming on. How are you? It's my pleasure, and uh, I am good, and I am really um, sympathetic to how upsetting, as a parent, it is when um, something of this nature happens with your child, especially a little a little child. You know, Janice did not want me to recap because it's such a long segment, but I'm going to try to do it in a second. So... Um, for all of you who were tuning in that missed last week's show, uh, a my child, my daughter is six, and a seven-year-old boy in her class grabbed her quote private area, and there was a big to-do with the school, and they, you know, questioned her and and a- acted as though you know she had misinterpreted it, and and I was left in a true quandary, not knowing like a how you would handle a boy that did that, and b how you should truly help your kids. So Dr. Saltz has listened to that segment. And talk, I mean, what what do you do? What should you do? I mean, she's yeah. six. Well, look, first of all, I want to say, I don't think there's one right answer. Okay. Um, but, but what is important is... Um, that your daughter reported it to you. Um, okay. That's that. You know, you want to give lots of positive reinforcement for that, um, because you know one of the one of the big problems is when you know it, a parent is either so upset that the child interprets it as the parent is angry or angry with them, or they did something they shouldn't have done, um, and then you know they don't tell you anymore. They don't feel that there's somebody they can tell, and that that's a problem. So. You know, having her be able to come to you, you saying, "Look, I, you know, I'm so glad you did. That's so important, and that's a good thing." And then, um, you know, of course, of course, you felt upset, and um, and of course, no one should do that. Um, and of course, we're going to, you know, address it and deal with it. Then the dilemma becomes how to address it in such a way that again, it doesn't become super upsetting and traumatic for your kid all over right, again. Right, right. You know, okay. and I know that was part of the dilemma that you faced in, in you know, someone sort of the, the, like the, you know, administrative person yes. insinuating, you know, that she had, you know, that didn't really happen. Um, and you don't want um, someone to negate your child's experience yeah. either. She kept pressuring her, like, he says it was an accident. Don't you think it could have been an accident? And I... Yeah. I was like, I, I first had that moment of shock, right? Where I'm like, oh my God, like here, here is rape culture right in yeah. front of my face in real life with yeah. young kids from a woman, another woman 
Right. And right. I finally well, looked at my kid. And... I mean, the motivation of the woman is probably to not have a problem, you know, and that, that becomes... Um, right. Okay. And, and, and let me also say, is it possible that, the, that this boy wasn't doing something you know, that he, that he knew was hostile or wrong or, you know, and I mean, I, I don't know that I would call that an accident, but right. let's say not a malicious, not with malicious intent, let's say. Okay. Um, it is possible, but that doesn't negate your daughter's experience. She's been taught appropriately so by you all that that's, nobody should do that. Mm. And so really what the administrator or, you know, uh, the, the person should have done is, Listen, and I hear you, and we're going to deal with this. Okay. Would not have brought these two children together. <gasps> um, oh my God! Really? Yeah, that, That's no, exactly I, what happened. Right. I would not have done that. I would not have. I, it, it, that puts your daughter really on the spot. And it sure um, did. And she was and so upset. And it puts it puts him on the spot as well. And and by being put on the spot, I think you know most little boys would have feel that they had little recourse, but to say. No, I didn't, or I didn't mean to, or yeah. you know, um, you know, even if that weren't the case, um, they're not mature enough to um, to have that kind of interaction at that young age. So I would have said, you know, we're going to speak to him, and I would have obviously, you would speak to him, mm-hmm. and he might be like, I didn't mean to do this, but you would speak to him, and you would speak to his parents and say, look, he. Don't know what was going on. Don't know what was going on in his head, but right. it did, you know, it upset his classmate. And you know, obviously, because a parent has to be brought in to be able to teach their kid, hey, whatever your motivation, um, you know, this is a no-no. Yeah. You know, this this cannot happen. Um, and uh, but but I, I would not have brought both children. And I think that made it more difficult. That's you see, that's what's difficult about um, reporting. Okay, right? right is is exactly that is is having is being put on the spot and having somebody and having basically whoever did it say I didn't do it. Yeah. Um, that just you know that that is I wouldn't have done that. Um, but you know <sighs> lots of things happen in school that you wouldn't you would not necessarily do okay. um, or, or choose to have done. And I think um, that you can simply say you know this is how I wish the school had handled it. Um, you know, that they would speak to him and make it clear, like, you know, whatever reason he did, you know, you, you can't do that. You did the right thing in coming to me. We did the right thing in going to the school because you should always be safe in school. You should never have to feel uncomfortable. Right. Um, and if you do in any way, then you let me know. And we're going to, you know, we're going to take care of it. Right. You know, she did say to me. I need to tell you something, but I don't want you to be mad. Yeah. And I don't understand why she would have thought I would have been mad. And I, and there was like a shame. Like she was yeah. in tears, which is, I mean, Aww. believe me, I know my kid. Like she's, yeah. she wasn't law. And I, and I don't like, what am I supposed, I just said, sweetheart, this is not your fault. And then it's like, did I you know. say something, Lou? Did you tell him no? What game were you playing? And it's I like, know. did you give, it was almost like she, they're telling her, like, you gave him the go ahead. Did you give him the go ahead? Did you tell him no? And, you know, she's six and a particularly right. naive six. Yeah. Like, and I, uh, I, I, I six year old, I mean, look, there is no go ahead for that. Um, you know, kids have to be, look, do, do, do things happen? 
things do happen. Do okay. two kids go in and purposely have something because of intense curiosity? They do. Okay. And either and you don't want to shame them. Right. You don't want to shame them, but you do want to let them know that, as you clearly have let her know, private parts are private. Right. You know. Um, I don't care whether you want to or don't want to or, you know, either way, that's just not, you don't do it. You You don't? don't Okay, well, see, because this is my other question. At first, I thought, you know, when she said, this kid, uh, you know, touched my privates, whatever, and... And at first, she was upset, like, not hysterical, tear, you know, just quiet tears. And I was like, Mama, that's okay. I'm not mad. And, and I said, yeah. is it something that you wanted him to do? Because I wasn't sure if maybe, you know, they were doing yeah. a doctor thing. Right, and then right, I didn't right, right. want to jump on her. Like, it's right. wrong. And she, and she it, you know, and I said, is it something maybe like you were playing? Like, did you want to do? And she said, no. So I didn't go into that further. Right. But had she said yes, because I remember having that experience as a kid and then being overwhelmed with shame and like crying yeah. to my mom. And my mom was cool about it. But like, how yeah. do you handle that? Do you say like no private parts are private? Like then what the hell do you do? You know, I think you the 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 problem is that obviously it can go places that nobody wants it to go. Okay. And okay. um and you know, so in other words, again, it's not like and you're bad for you you say really understand where you know why you wanted to do that. I mean, everybody's curious. I completely, you know, get that you're curious. But at the end of the day, really you're a kid and they're a kid and okay. really your private part should stay private. Got it. All right. Thank you for that. Cause yeah, you don't want to be, you don't want to like shame your kids, but you don't know where the boundaries are. Definitely. And it's, Definitely. it's so challenging. And okay, here's my, here's my other question now. Um, when do you start teaching them about consent and like, so my son, mm-hmm. cause I'm also, you know, wondering how I would have handled it had that been my son. And mm-hmm. A couple years ago, he was two at the time. He's four now. Might have been three. And uh, Lou had a little friend over who was a little little cutie, and he tried to kiss her. And mm-hmm. she, you know, was older and didn't let him, of course. And we said to him he was only three, but we were like, buddy, absolutely not. You know, you're not allowed to touch anyone. So then this little kid happened to be in town this past weekend this because she moved away. And we were like, oh, Lou, you know, this little girl's in town. And Phoenix was like, who is that? And we said, remember that, that little girl that you tried to kiss? <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And I, we were like, yeah, she's in town. And I was like, remember, bud, you know, we don't, we can't do that, right? You know, we're not allowed to kiss someone unless they want to kiss from us. And he said, yeah. what do I do if they say yes? Well, then what the hell? I was like, well, then you can give them a little kiss. But like, what do you say? Um, you know, I, I think that for little kids to, you know, hug and kiss one another, um, if they're both happy to be doing that, um, is pretty different from, let's say, you know, he's not talking about making Private out with parts. her, you know. Right, okay, got it, got <laughs> and, it, okay. And, you know, so I think, you know, you have to try to find that line between affection, which you don't want to say is not okay, of course, unless the other person doesn't want that affection. Um, again, so it is about, like, yeah, are they happy to do that? give you a hug, you know, Okay. you know, but if not, you don't do it. And obviously you don't do, you know, you give your friend a peck because, and Uh they're happy to have a peck. That's very nice. You know, that's sweet. Um, but again, you just, you don't really want to enter the sexual realm. It gets harder and harder to delineate, you know, what, um, you know, what is wanted and what is not wanted and, um, and understanding, you know, the problem is too, because look, 
obviously little boys can be molested. I mean, that is, uh-huh. you know, yeah. that is a, a great concern. And you want them to understand just as much as little girls that her, their bodies are their bodies. Right. And, and no one, you know, no one has a right to look at, touch, or anything else their body unless, you know, um, unless they want. Right. Um, and then still when they're little, that really the private parts are private. Now, last, sorry, I know I'm going on and on here, but last question, as the parent, should I have contacted that kid's parents or, and, and as the parent of that kid, what, what should you do? What should you, like, if you, if I get the call, oh, your son grabbed this girl's, I will die. Yeah. I'll die. It's everything I don't want. Look, you'll, you'll understand it really is normal for kids to have sexual curiosity. Okay. It doesn't mean they're bad. It doesn't mean they're perverts. It doesn't mean they're, it doesn't mean any of those things. Sexual curiosity starts at a, an extremely young age, and you know, children are sexual beings in the sense that they have bodies, yeah. and their bodies feel nice to them. Right. And you know, and you don't want to. Um, you don't want to to take that away, uh, right? Because ultimately, one day you want them to be able to grow into comfortable sexual adults. Um, so, um, if you if you get that call, um, <sighs> you you really just you know you'd want to say, hey, you know, maybe there's something that you we weren't clear about or you didn't really understand. Um, and I totally understand being curious. Okay. You know. Yeah. But um, but at the end of the day, there are lots of things that one might want to do because one is curious right. or, or feels like it, but we just don't do because it's really violating another person's space. Right. You know, and, and this is this, you know, anything in the bait, let's say in the bathing suit region, you know, <laughs> not that's, a, that's, you know, an easy thing for kids to understand. Right. You don't you don't touch. Yeah. That's that's basically it. You don't you don't ask them to look and you don't touch. That's. That's kind of the, you know, the more cut and dry you can kind of be about it, the easier for them to grapple with. But it's hard because if you do react like, oh, my God, and why did you do that? And that was, you know, how could you do that? But you could say, look, if you do that, the other person, it makes them uncomfortable. Yeah. It's really not okay. So, Doc, which would be the best um, book of yours, Amazing You? So for this age group that you're talking about, it is amazing you. And it talks about that. It talks about the fact that your body is private and it's only for you to touch. And I think that it's a great and important conversation to have with kids this age. Okay. Um, I would have this conversation before my child went to any, let's say, you know, social environment where I wasn't going to actually be present. So that's a play date, that's school, that's camp, that's, you know, yeah. that's, you know, um, and, um, and reiterate it from time to time. Um, also in that book, of course, is, you know, body parts and right. understanding that and babies, but no intercourse. So it's for the younger, you know, it's for the younger set, but like okay. that an egg and a sperm meet and, you know, that how a baby is made. Um, but, you know, at that at that younger developmental stage. And also the fact that it is okay to touch yourself and to want to touch yourself, but we do that in private. Private. 
Um, and uh, that also becomes an important issue for many kids. Um, and is, again, very normal, completely normal, and you don't want to shame them about that either because it is really normal. Um, you just want them to understand that they can't do that, you know, in school or, you know, in the playroom with company over or, or yeah. whatever they might feel like doing it. Right. Um, and then when they get older, there's another book, Changing You, which really has more about, you know, heading toward puberty um, and, and sexual intercourse and, and all of that. Uh, Dr. Saltz, thank you so much. And for, you know, obviously, Dr. Saltz is an expert across the board. So if this is not your issue, but you're seeking information on something else, go to her website. It's drgailsaltz.com. And that's dr Gail, G-A-I-L-S-A-L-T-Z dot com. And you can see all of her books and all of her columns and her podcasts and everything. Dr. Soltz, thank you so, so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. My pleasure. A tough, tough topic. Um, but, you know, <laughs> most people go through something like this sooner or later. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Dr. Soltz. <laughs> Okay, guys, our new sponsor, Vivint Smart Home, the number one smart home services provider in the U.S. They have new technology that helps you manage your home more efficiently and protect your home. They've got smart cameras from indoor cameras, doorbell cameras, outdoor wireless security cameras, smart thermostats, smart locks, voice control with Amazon Alexa. It's pretty darn incredible, and you won't believe how many of these unexpected conveniences Vivint offers. I've already like left the house and been like, oh my God, I left the heat on. And you can just turn it off. You get award-winning around-the-clock professional security monitoring, which may help you qualify for a 15 to 20% discount on your homeowner's insurance premiums. So, with Vivint's free customized smart home consultations and free professional installation, getting a smart home is simple and easy. With all the benefits that a Vivint smart home and security system offers, it's no wonder they are the number one smart home service providers in the U.S. Go to Vivint.com slash Jillian to learn more. That's Vivint, V-I-V-I-N-T dot com slash Jillian. Yes. Yes. Do you warm up when you go to the gym? Um, I do. I do cardio first. Cardio. Then I do my weights, and then I do. I'm forcing myself to do a longer uh, cool down. Mm. Yes, I do stretch. Stretch at the end. Man, cardio in the beginning. And how long do you warm up? I cardio for 20 minutes. Too sometimes long. I switch the machines. Like Way sometimes too long. I'll start on the bike Far and then do long. rowing. Long. Why? It's it's what I like. Too long. Why? Why is it too? Why is 20 minutes too long? It's, it's either, a waste of time. You're wasting your time. I work up a nice sweat. Sweating has nothing to do with the benefits of being warm. It's an indication that you are already warm, which means you're going too long. Then I feel that if I do 12 minutes and 8 minutes, which is usually my split of the machines, that that the stuff that I've now got on my ass is flowing away into a cloud, into a wave. That's not a warm-up. And if you want to burn fat, that's about a workout, not a warm-up. Well... What are the purposes of a warm-up, Manus? Do you know? So that you don't pull muscles, so that your muscles are ready, so that my heart rate is ready, so that my I'm prepped psychologically to go into the workout. You're 
right to a certain extent. So okay. you want to literally heat up your body. Yeah. Right. You want to bump up your core temperature from the inside out, not the outside in. Now they got hot Pilates. I want to kill myself. Oh no. Uh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Uh, but and then it's like it's. I think it's. This really sweet girl actually wrote me about it, and she's like, oh, my God, I'm so excited. And it was like hit and plyo, but in a heated room. I'm like, I like, you know, hit and Pilates, but in a heated room. And I was like, I like all of it, but your heated room. So you heat the body from the, it's, well, it's worse than being bullshit, right? Because you're, you're hypermobile, you're dehydrating, you're losing electrolytes, you're compromising intensity. So, but so that is the idea, to heat the body from the inside out, right? We've talked about that. So when you're literally warm warmer physically warm your your muscles have more elasticity right okay now it's not just your muscles it's also your go 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 on go on go on your ligaments joints your joints okay joints okay you want to lube up the joints get the joint lubrication going so that you're able to train through a greater range of motion Yep. Good, good man, it's good. What else, man? What does it do? What else does it do? Well, for well, I said mentally prepare. But You're right, you, but no, you get your head in the game. Yeah, it decompress, does. Decompress, get focused. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Oxygenate the blood. Have you ever noticed how you just go up a flight of stairs and you're winded? Yes. Right, but if you're on the stairmaster for five minutes, you're fine. You're, you're giving your body. You're focused. You're breathing. You're oxygenating mm. the blood. You're you're yeah. You're you're preparing the body to train. Um, you're revving up the nervous system, getting the nervous system ready to get to work. Yep. So, what, Manis, what should we be doing? 20 minutes is too long. Okay, I mean... Five. I, five is adequate. God, that seems so short to me. I no! Would just... Five is good. Okay. And we talked about no what. No, let me see if you've been listening all these years. No what, Manis? No. Pounding. Static stretching. No. Okay. No static stretching. Don't sit down and touch your toes. That's not how you warm up. It's how you cool down. No, I use machines. I use cardio machines. Cardio, but you could do dynamic stretches instead, which are things that move your body through great ranges of motion, like bridge reach, oh, toe I'm, tap touches. Do you seriously think I could go into a bridge? I just get home from work and okay, all of a sudden go Not back. a wheel. Oh. Uh, not a wheel, a bridge. What about a toy soldier, man? Can you do a toy soldier? I don't even know what that is. Okay, so stand up, put your feet together. Good, 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 good. Turn around. Good. Okay, you're going to lunge forward. Yeah. Okay, now put both arms up over your head and clasp your hands a little bit. Yeah, and then reach back towards the back leg over and across. Yeah, that's good. Other way, other way, other way. Bend your back knee. No, don't straighten your leg. Bend your knee. What are you doing? Bend your knee. I am bending my knee. No, dude. The knee needs to be under your hip bone. You're not in some like cockamamie crescent pose. Bend, 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 stretch, bend and stretch. You know what? You have the range of motion of a 90-year-old with osteoporosis. Bend your back knee. So... Don't skip well, your you warm up. Say. Five to ten minutes. Dynamic stretches. No, if you're you lost, you can always Google must them. Admit, I, I have a bunch sweaty. on my app. Sweaty. I am sweaty. Hey, oh, yeah. speaking of your app, yeah, my app. Are you um Are you on the Android yet? Ugh. I know. I'm sorry. We just been oh getting my a lot of emails God, about that. I know. 
It's been a nightmare. So, so we were supposed to be... Okay, so Android users, please don't be offended. We're having some issues because a lot of different phones will function with... Like this, there like a lot of different phones. I guess are Android or like not iPhones. So like the Google Play, it's not per se. Does that make sense? Like it's Google Play or something, and they don't have the capacity to run the app. Okay, so it's not. The, so it's I think been people- like a huge issue with getting it. Like because it, it, I don't fully understand it. But like you can go buy like an Android phone for twenty five dollars or something. I think, and. I and and so that's not going to run unless you know you can get an Android phone that's very expensive and has great but some of them don't yeah, they're not all uniform like an okay. like an iPhone iOS is Apple period end yep. of story you know what you're you know like we don't it doesn't run on very old versions of Apple but you know and you have to it's it's we're having a hard it, they don't have the memory for it some of the phones I don't know I don't fully get it so we've been having to do like all this these bug fixes and but it's it's ugh. it's in it, the work yes okay because we have imminent a but lot it of just questions keeps taking more okay and more time okay so back to the pretty pose that you just did which is a backwards reach for the sky behind you dynamic stretching um, yeah I, I, feel discouraged warm-up strategies these are good i did them but then i tried to give examples and like you couldn't even do the basics well you know what i'm having a hard time with my body right now what's wrong with it? it's just not a happy body why well that's because you're single still no it's It's because i'm 12 pounds over no it's not revolting it's resisting it's it's what's it doing when you i think you just said it's revolting thank you no not that you're revolting it's revolting against you revolt revolt is that the word revolution it's pissed at you okay Oh, it's the only thing resisting. I heard. Do you know what I heard? You're revolting. No, you're not revolting. <laughs> yeah, well. No, your stuck. body is. What's that word, Nicole? Uh, Rejecting. Re- no, resist. Resisting. No, I'm re- not paying attention. Nicole, you. Pe- wow. <laughs> Worthless. Jake, what is it is when. It, is it reject? No. It's Your body is in. Resisting. A, no. <sighs> it, you know, it's a. It, How do none of your brains work? I know mine doesn't work. Repercussion. No, okay. What are you saying with your body? I'm just saying it's because I work full time now. I'm not doing my body's been used to being a finely tuned machine mm-hmm. my whole life. Yeah. And now I'm back full time mm-hmm. and it is reneging. Mm. It's re no repurposing itself. No, that's into, definitely not it. Well, mm. all I'm saying is it's been a tough it's been a tough year for my body. And I'm not happy about it. It's having a mutiny. It's a mutiny. Yes, a rebelling. It's rebelling. rebelling. Oh That's God, God, you're all worthless. I said rebelling. I'm sure you I did. didn't. You said reputed and, and it's rebelling. Rebelling. Is it rebel? Is it rebelling? Yes, it's your body is rebelling. Yeah, it's it, and it's, it's an insurrection. Wow, if you will. Whew. She's on thesaurus.com. It's a sedition. <laughs> well, she really, you know what? Someone needs to help me. <laughs> Jesus. Don't forget to email us your questions. We want to talk to you at jillianpodcast at gmail.com.